The following is a Bunkazilla original production. We are monsters of culture. Christian, Jason, Ian. Three heroes searching for the answers to trivial questions you never really asked. Together, they are Trivial Titans. Now, get ready for another action-packed trivial episode. Hello and welcome to Trivial Titans here at Bunkerzilla UK. I am Ian Bolton, I'm one of the free Trivial Titans, and I'm joined as always, first to my right, the Obsidian Waterfall Adonis, that is Jason Freeman. Ew. And to my left, our third and final Titan, it's Christian R. Allen. I like that, the final Titan, am I the last boss in the game? You could be. Or my, do you think I'm the I'm, I'm the boss you beat? And but if you've collected all the MacGuffins, like the Chaos Emeralds or the coins throughout, you actually get an extra boss after me. Yeah, so and like then the proper the, ending. The proper, yeah, yeah, the happy ending. There the, we go. The, the interesting boss. The interesting boss. I'm the. Oh, this is really hard. No, no, I'm the difficult one because the, the last boss is usually quite. Yeah, You're the hidden boss. I'm the hit. Yeah, he's the hidden boss. Titan mm. Christian R. Allen. Just call me the boss. I like that. There you go. Yeah, you're the boss now. I'm the boss. Anyway, hello. Welcome to Trivial Titans. Thank you for joining us today. Cheers. And uh, yes, uh, today we're going to go down a very spooky and mysterious path because it's almost, well, the time this episode hopefully hits the airwaves and podcast platforms, it is going to be the 50th anniversary of Scooby-Doo. Ooh. So, God damn. Yeah. It's that, not good. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> we'll touch on that in a bit. But the, the general question today is, who is the greatest animated detective? I'll tell you who it isn't. Scooby f***ing Doo. Well, why is it not Scooby Doo? I think it's for the simple fact that he's a f***ing dog. <laughs> well, some of the options... Some of the, I've got Tintin on my list of like fictional cartoon detectives that I actually like. And Snowy actually does help. So don't be so prejudiced against dogs. What about Brain from Inspector Gadget? Yeah, Brain from Inspector Gadget as well. Okay, so we're going to put them on similar mental capacity levels, are we? Yeah. We're going to put Brain, (laughs) a dog literally called (laughs) Brain, on par with Scooby-Doo. These aren't mutually exclusive concepts. You know, Scooby-Doo, is he's the name on the show. He's the title character. I mean, you're telling me... Scooby Doo is the greatest animal. No, no, no. I'm saying he's not. It's not Scooby Doo because it's Velma Dinkley. Well, yeah, obviously. Velma Dinkley. Also, also Fred. Well, Fred. Fred. Fred builds the traps. Fred's a fucking joke. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Also, how do they keep how do they keep getting lost in these mansions when they have the same backgrounds? Fifty years he's been making plans. Not a single one has ever worked. Mate, why don't you just fuck off? Let someone else (laughs) give it a go. Yeah. What What I don't understand as well. they're, They're always even if we're saying Velma is the greatest detective in that particular show, the antagonist is always revealed to be the proprietor. It's always the same plot. They just <gasps> Professor Hyde White! <laughs> Why? It's Terry, the local janitor, who wanted to buy the place. And I would have gone away with it too, but weren't for you meddling kids. Oh, oh my God, it's literally the first person we saw as soon as we walked into <laughs> the building. <laughs> oh, it's look. been 50 years. It's also <laughs> the only other character aside from us. Oh, my God, who could it possibly be? It's him. It's him. We're done. But right. I'll, 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 I'll put, put Spider-Man I'll, on now. On the <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's broken it. That's the thing that broke in. Put Spider-Man on. 
None of my amusing quips what about over the, the year. Sp- what about the Spider-Man Scooby-Doo crossover movie? That'd be amazing. Is there one? I don't know. I know no, there's th- definitely one probably. with Batman. There's various ones with Batman. To be fair, I have a soft spot for that because that, that's just that's not just any old Batman with Scooby-Doo. Well, they did, they did Adam West Batman. Well, there's been the Adam West Batman and Scooby-Doo movie. There's also been Batman: Brave and the Bold uh, Scooby-Doo as well. That was yep, a that couple of years ago. Yep. Uh, so yeah, he does get involved. Okay, so let's li- let's try and lift our energy levels a little bit up. Right. And I've got some Scooby-Doo questions. Okay. Woo! 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 So we Woo. can... So we'll, we'll return to the the problematic elements of Scooby-Doo later. What's and the problematic element? His, is he like a member of the well, clan Jason, or something? Well, Jason clearly hates Scooby-Doo. I don't. I don't hate Scooby-Doo. I just, just hate the crap. fact that it hasn't changed. And don't get me wrong. I actually really used to enjoy the, um, the, 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 the Scooby-Doo kids... One. What, a pup named Scooby-Doo? A pup named Scooby-Doo. And the 13 goes to Scooby-Doo. That, that one is awesome. amazing with Vincent that Price. Awesome. Yeah, right. It never ended, though. But I was only 12 episodes. But they've actually done, I think I don't know if it's been released yet, but they were doing a straight-to-DVD uh, release of um, which picks up the well, last they're actually going to finish they're going to finish they're going to finish it so it's kind of like it's like who's this guy why, why were you over there for a while Shaggy and Scoob and Daphne we were doing stuff during that period you guys were busy yeah <laughs> sort of stuff. Busy. I just I just I, I just have my rant about how well, I mean, Fred can fuck off my, my, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, my, my problem, I, I'm not really a big fan of most Hanna-Barbera cartoons. I, don't, I always think, I think the Flintstones? Uh, Flintstones is witty at times, but Jetsons? still. Jetsons, it's not, it's dated pretty what about badly. Top Cat? The hair. Top Cat is awful. It's not funny. It's what about the Hair Bear Bunch? <laughs> i tell you what, I have a soft spot for um, Dastly and... Um, oh, Wacky Races. No, not Wacky no, Races. No, no, catch the, catch the Pigeon. The pigeon. Yeah, catch oh, yeah. the Pigeon is much better than Wacky Races. But what about the Hair Bear Bunch? I, yeah, it's all right. Oh, right. What about the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon? That was Hanna Barbera. But was it any good? Probably I d- not. I don't. Think, I don't <laughs> think I've ever watched. It might have been all right. It might have been all right at the time. I don't recall, I've seen. I remember watching bits of it. I don't. It's it's strange how these all these 60s, 70s cartoons all blur into perma- one. They blur into one, and they've permeated. Ah, Yogi Zeitgeist. Bear. Yogi Bear is awful. Hey, boo boo! I'm gonna steal a picture basket. Again, it's the same plot every week. It's the what same thing. What about Magilla Gorilla? I don't know what that is. Magilla Gorilla. Secret Squirrel. Don't know what that is. You don't know about Secret Squirrel. Uh, this is all right. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. This is my retirement from <laughs> the podcasting world. You don't know about Secret Squirrel. Well, obviously not, because it's a secret. Was it's that a joke? Were you were you leading up to a bit that I just ruined, or you just actually don't know about uh, it? No, I genuinely don't know about it. I'm secret sorry. Squirrel. I'm sorry. It's making you feel so nuts. <laughs> secret Squirrel <laughs> and <laughs> Morocco Mole. <laughs> The best. Oh, that, that, does, uh, that I knew that was bad. Uh, um, so what was your bit about Secret Squirrel? Uh, Secret Squirrel <laughs> and Morocco Mole. Uh, yes. they, they were basically, it was, it was a squirrel wearing a trench coat and he had a big purple hat, but you never actually saw his face. I don't think you did. No, 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 you didn't. His hat was so low that there were holes that you could see his eyes through. And no matter what happened at any given point, he would just open his jacket like, like a flasher and have the perfect situation. That he just open it up and it's like, oh, a rocket. Awesome. I need to break into this place. Ah, glass cutters. Yeah, exactly that kind of thing. Okay. So yeah, that was that was awesome. What about inch eye, private eye? Oh God, I remember that. I don't know what that is. It's about a private eye who's only an inch high. Oh my God! Is is every series at this point in their career based on terrible puns for names? There was Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah, Hong Kong Fooey. That's not even good as well. (laughs) What I like about Hong Kong Fooey is that he was a dog. 
Yeah. And everybody else was a human. But his his brain, his like his 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 you know. Is, is he beyond Scooby Doo like, level? Is Scooby Doo the base I level love, of dog I love the opening. I love the opening. It's like who could be? Who could Hong Kong for we be? Is it Janice the secretary? No. no. Is it Horace the security guard? Nope. Or maybe it's a dog who's a janitor. Could be. <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. But anyways, I've got some Scooby Doo questions. Go for it. Okay, so. In its 50 years, and this is, uh, I did some research on the Scooby-Doo fandom uh, wiki pages. So, how many series of Scooby-Doo, this is different variations of Scooby-Doo, oh have there been? Um, I don't imagine, seven? No. Is it more? Is it, are we including movie crossovers and stuff? Not yet, no. Okay. Um, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc., uh, pop name Scooby-Doo. There was 14. Uh, 14, Christian, you're going for? Seven. Your Jason is closest, 13. Oh. How many Scooby-Doo movies have there been? Uh, we'll start off with live action first. Well, there's no, there's three live action ones. Three, yeah, there. three. Yeah. It's actually five. What? Yep, there's a couple that went straight to DVD and stuff like that. There's one which is like an origin story for Daphne and Velma's best buds. Was it still the same cast as the original one? No, 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 no. So you, so you have Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, but then you had some of the other... Ones I can't Ooh, I can't Monsters remember. Unleashed actually had some decent monsters. Oh yeah, it had some of the classic ones. It had like um, yeah. had like the, the Black Knight and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, I I actually think the um, James Gunn scripted Scooby Doo movie, the first one with um, Sarah Michelle Gellar and whatnot, I actually think is quite good. Well, the fact is Matthew Lillard, who played Shaggy, was so good at Shaggy that he's currently the install to go voice for Shaggy on any animated property at the Brilliant. moment. Brilliant. He's been writing that for like nearly a decade and a bit. Fantastic. <laughs> I will say, I know, I know I've been shitting on Scooby-Doo. I will say, I will give him this. Out of all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons, they're probably the best characters that they yeah, created. They're probably the, mo- the most memorable. Yeah. Um, also, they made Velma sexy in the first film. What do you mean, first film? She's just sexy, period, in the entire franchise, mate. I think, no, I, I don't think people actually realise that until in the first film where she gets like possessed by the demon CGI ugly things. And then she comes out and she's like, hey, I've made my shirt a little bit tighter. And they're just like, oh, Velma's kind of hot. Wait, Velma's hot. Whoa, Velma's hot. So uh, let's crack on. Uh, so how many animated movies and TV specials have there been in total? Oh, 712. No. 65. Actually, that sounds pretty plausible. 37. Oh. 37? That's, uh, that's lower than I expected. Yeah. Uh, there is one animated feature. There's a new animated feature due next year in cinemas in 2020 called Scoob that has, um, I think, Zach Efron playing Fred. Huh. Jason Isaacs, I think, is Dick Dastardly. It's some sort of weird crossover with some of the other Hanna Barbera characters. It's a bit weird, but yeah. I think it's, it's a, a live like, action movie. No, it's animated. Oh, animated. It's like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit of old cartoons. Oh well, yeah, I mean they kind of did crossovers like uh, Wacky Races, Laugh Olympics, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So here's here's a good one. How many named master villains, according to the Scooby-Doo's fandom page, has Scooby and the gang thwarted? Well, presumably all of them, but is it a number you're after? Yeah. Um, well, that, that would be awesome if they did like a two-parter where the villain actually gets away and they actually have to do some detective work to um, hunt them down. That's Infinity War and Endgame, mate. But yeah, that's the question. How many have Scooby and the gang monsters they thwarted? Uh, several hundred, at least, I'd imagine. Let's say 200. 200 from Christian. 347. Jason's close again, over 360. Wow. 
There's a lot. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. And they're all effectively the same character. Oh. Pretty good. Today. But I'm going. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. We're going to move on to. You know, we've, we did. Uh, we did two truths and one life is alone. This is two monsters and one fake. All right. For Scooby Doo. Okay. So your first three are the spectral speedster, <laughs> Peter Opossum, and deranged devil duck of Alberta. I think the third one is the false one. Second one. Second one for I'll you. Go for second. Okay. Christian, you are right. Yes, I made up the Devil Duck of Alberta. You should turn that into a comic book. <laughs> the Devil Duck of Alberta. Quack quack. <laughs> oh dear. The tagline would be "It's ducking scary." <laughs> <laughs> so round two of two monsters, one fake. Oh, there's more rounds. <laughs> Madcap the Killer Clown, Puddle Palooza, and Hodag of Horror. I don't think number one is... I, I think there'd be a problem with the word killer. Yeah, so I'm going to go with that as well, number one. So you're both saying Madcap the, uh, Mad the Killer Clown is the yeah. fake one. Yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be putting murder in there. You are both... Oh, wrong. that surprises okay. me, actually. Puddle Palooza is the one That's I made up. Palooza. <laughs> All right. Mm. Mm. I spilled them. It's good. It's not as good as your first made-up one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what the deranged devil talk about, but... I need to know his adventures. Like... <laughs> 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 last three, last three. We have the Black Samurai, the Black Horse, the Black Knight. I'd imagine the Black Horse being the false one. Mm, samurai. And Jason, you are ah. wrong. Christian, you are Right. Uh, Excellent. It's the Black Horse. Cartoon series I spent ah. five minutes trashing on. Apparently I know too much about. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so um so yeah, I mean I mean I'm I have soft spot for Scooby Doo. I've actually I, I, I enjoyed it. I've pre ordered the, the 50th anniversary Blu-ray set of the original TV series because oh. I I remember owning one or one or two of the VHSs. I think there was one particular one, the so the is one that every episode? That's every episode from it's the original the TV. original 60s run, yeah. How much is that running you? It's only about $50, isn't it? It's about 65 quid. Yeah. Oh. But it comes in like a limitation casing and mystery Remastered van. in high definition. Okay, that's pretty cool. Plus, well, plus they have a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff in um, as well. So Warner Brothers are also about to release the original series of the Jetsons remastered in HD as well, using the original yeah. film elements. And I, I, Although I'm not a fan of the series, I like the fact that there's this archival attitude towards these old um, properties. Well, in America, they do uh, for some of their even more obscure stuff. Like, does anyone know Thundar the Barbarian? No, no, really. it's it's it like a bell. It's like mm. a He-Man-esque show, but yeah. it was more like pulpy, like Mad Max style stuff. But you can get that in America, and they do that. Like Warner Brothers have introduced like on-demand disc uh, mastering, so basically they won't they won't print like a hundred thousand copies or something like that. Yeah, basically when a customer goes, oh, I want that, they go, okay, we'll just manufacture it and that will be viewed in like a week or so. Does it? So presumably, it costs more. Like if you're just a little to bit like more, yeah, because they're because the collect the collectible ones because they do the same for stuff like um, wacky races and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, hmm. stuff. but um, no, that's quite cool. I mean, it's it's quite nice out of a lot of the archive stuff. Uh, Hanna Barbera and Warner Brothers seem to be kind of well, they're, happy they're to share pushing, that. Stuff. They're clearly pushing on the Batman um, DC animated universe as well. Well, yeah, Batman, Batman Begins yeah. coming out. So I mean, oh, the, the Beyond. The, oh, sorry, Batman. Yes, Batman Beyond. I've got Christopher Nolan in my brain, obviously. Um, <laughs> which I'm really looking forward to. And hopefully it tells me that the Superman series and then eventually the Justice League series. Well, the Justice League series is already available on Blu-ray in America. Uh, but it's region free, so you can import it. Oh, they're clearly going to do a big ass set. They and probably yeah, will. They probably match. will. They like. probably will when the time is right. So what, what's, what classic series from the, your childhood would you like to sort of like be 
remastered and rebought on Blu-ray. Flip the time detective. Right. <laughs> 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 I went to go see a couple of episodes of it recently, and I can give you a better synopsis of it now. It is literally the adventures of Flint, and he was a boy from the prehistoric era, and he was in like a fossil prison, and <laughs> then he got resurrected from it and became a time detective, even though he's like a little kid. And like the hammer that he had, it was actually his dad, um, whose partial resurrection, like he was just ended up being a talking rock with a face. <laughs> and so Flint turned him into a hammer that could like change size because reasons. <laughs> and then, and then they had because to go anime. Exactly, they had to go back to um, they had to go back in time, and they had to convince these like little creatures, um, and uh, and they were basically kind of like kind of like I think more like Digimon than Pokemon, um, but then like they would have to like become his allies, and then they could, and then like the bad guys would make them turn into like evil forms. Um, and they had to defeat them, and then once they became Flint's friends, they'd like accompany him on adventures, and and like they basically digivolve into awesome forms. And yeah, so like that's what I want to see remastered. So we need to see that remastered in HD. If we ever see it on Blu-ray on like CD Japan or something like that, we'll we'll, we'll send you a link. We won't buy yep. it for you. We we're oh, poor. I'm Flint, I'm torn Flint because the Time Detective. <laughs> I'm torn on mine because there's so many cartoon shows that I remember from my youth that I would like to see again. I are, mean, you, are you worried that they won't live up to your memories? Well, I know James Bond Jr. definitely will not oh, live up to no, my experience. No. I mean, even the big one. Like, I rewatched Thundercats recently. And oh, yeah. It's atrocious. It's terrible. It's, it's the but they spent all their money on the opening. Yes, they, they did. Yeah, the opening sequence is incredible. But because obviously I'm, I was a dumb child, uh, you know, I was hooked. Actually, I, I wouldn't mind giving Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a proper go. Yeah, I think, tur- I think Turtles has been okay. Um, well, I tell you what, the Adventures of Johnny Quest. Oh, the new, the newer one. Um, so it was the because there was one in the nineties that was actually had people dying as well. Yeah, no, so, so it was so it was along the same levels of near Batman the Animated Series. It was still a bit yeah. kiddish, but yeah, they had things where people were actually there was killed. Genuine peril. So th- I think it was the one that was on Cartoon Network. I think that was the real Adventures of Johnny. Quest. That's the one where they had Johnny and they had Ohaji and they had like, and that was actually one of the first actual representations um at least in my experience of growing up uh, of an actual asian person in a in a respectful manner because oh, right. okay. they weren't there because haji was there and he was actually like a good part of the team and they weren't there just like oh hello mr quest don't worry <laughs> no they're just like all right cool here he is of you know what, a respectful character yeah a respect like a respected character mm. um and they did like this cool sort of 3d communicate 3 3d animation oh yeah, yeah that, that thing. awesome music as well. oh bom, yeah bom. Yeah, so that was awesome. <laughs> so I want Johnny Quest to come back as well. That would be, be a good one to be pretty released. Cool. I'd like that. My, my answer would have been Batman the Animated Series, but they've already heard my press. Yes, <laughs> they've already done that. Yeah, they did that last year for you. Yes, they yeah. did, yes. Um, I think other, other shows are... Well, the fact is... I oh, I d- I, sorry, I've got another one. Animaniacs in Blu-ray. Yes, and Freakazoid. Freakazoid and Pinky in the Brain, all together and being one big Ooh. box set. Ooh. Earthworm Jim. Oh, good shout. Earthworm Jim. We do with, more. Dan, with Dan Castiella yeah. as Earthworm Jim. Not Homer mm. Simpson. Yeah. And oh, uh, that's the obvious answer. The Simpsons, they're dying for a re- I, I rewatched The Simpsons on Channel 4 the other day, and it looks so bad. It's like... Um, well, when it comes to... Um, when it goes to Disney Plus and whenever we get it in the UK, they're having every episode of The Simpsons on there. So do you think they're actually already... Because Disney have actually been remastered. So they've remastered Gummy Bears in HD. Yeah, they remastered Darkwing Duck. Yeah. DuckTales, Goof Duck Troop. Yep. Chippendale, uh, obviously because yeah. of yeah because of preparation for um, Disney Plus. 
Oh, I no, sorry, want no, my no. Mighty Ducks back. I want the Mighty Ducks cartoon. The where cartoon, they, not the w- terrible movies. Not the terrible movies where they were alien ducks that were good at playing ice hockey and Tim Curry was the baddie. He played Lord Reganus. It was <laughs> yes, amazing. And and Niles from Fraser turned up as a villain known as Baron von Lickenstamp. Beautiful. <laughs> it was amazing. Beautiful. Again, you're allowed to say that because you're German. Lickenstamp. You know, it's how they pronounced it in the cartoon. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. So, in terms of animated detectives. Sorry, I just want to bring that up for one second. Okay. Because as soon as I was talking about Earthworm Jim, I had to go and wiki it because I am the fact checker. Um, <laughs> Remember, Pete the Puppy always believes everything is better than pro wrestling. <laughs> it's better than pro wrestling. <laughs> Everything's better than pro wrestling. <laughs> in 2019, a new game was announced for the Earthworm Jim franchise Ooh. as an exclusive release for the Intellivision Amico that will be de- developed by the original team from the 1990s. Well, that's not going to sell well at all. So, well, I mean, what's the bloody point? It's an exclusive release for a, a, a new console that's being produced by Intellivision Entertainment. And when we're saying Intellivision, we're talking about the... The actual in television, with yeah. the the console from nineteen seventy nine, they're trying to step into the new market now. Apparently, no one's going to buy it. No one is unless going to buy they have it. a proper promotional drive. I I just no, I d- it's uh. just it's it's Switch or PS four. It's probably that's just, <laughs> it's probably just a the way question. of the world. It's probably a question for a future episode because we've got the Mega Drive Mini coming and we've got mm. um, Capcom doing their own mini. Um, yeah, there's so many mini consoles coming out. Yeah. Soon. So maybe in a future Now question. that the novelty's I worn off, every yeah. other company's going to do it. Yeah. I'll tell you something that does look interesting about it, though. The controller. So the it comes with two controllers. Yeah. They charge wirelessly when they're placed into the cradle on top of the console. Uh, they feature Bluetooth technology, speakers, microphone, accelerometers, force feedback, and gyroscope. Uh, full color touchscreen, 16-direction disc and motion controls. You can have six um, controllers on it, but if you don't have enough controllers, you can use a smartphone. Oh, that's cool. That's an interesting. Um, that's actually kind of interesting. But are you going to buy it? Hell no. <laughs> I ain't got that kind of money. So oh we've right. mostly wasted this last three minutes of discussion. I just want to see. I want to see how long it takes for that Earthworm Jim game to remain an exclusive to that clearly going to bankrupt the company console yeah. before popping on like the Nintendo eStore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Okay, okay. Back to back to animated detectives. So. I think we've got. I think we've got a little list of other detectives out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you've got one character, and I've got another character from the same thing, Who which me? is yeah, because we've got Inspector Gadget here. Well, yeah, my, my twist is I, I loved Inspector Gadget as a kid. It's one of my favorite cartoons. Let's clarify the original Inspector the Gadget, original Inspector not Gadget. the new stuff that's out there because that's just terrible. Nope. Um, but. Even as a kid, I was fully aware that Inspector Gadget was not the inspector. It he, was he, it was Penny Penny was Brown. He was the animated Inspector Clouseau. Really. It was it was basically a rip off of Clouseau. Yeah, absolutely. Wowzers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've always n- I still need to do my Inspector Gadget cosplay. <laughs> I think you'd you'd be great. Like I just need rollerblades, a giant gra- uh, grey trench coat. We we should definitely try to recreate the opening sequence, like yeah. frame by frame, like do make do a do do spot on live action. Well, even even in the Big Bang Theory, um, what was his name? Uh, the 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 guy who was dating Penny. What's his name? I don't know. Oh, I not, not Sheldon. The Johnny Galecki. The yeah, the guy who was dating Penny in real life. The, the guy. The, uh, 
think that was uh, the so guy who's not Sheldon, but he basically did a costume of Inspector <laughs> Gadget, and his he was actually wearing a hat with uh, like helicopter blades coming out of it. Oh, that's cool! <laughs> which actually looked really, really good, and it had like the handles coming down from to grab and run around with. Him. So that's a great random idea. random fact about the Inspector Gadget movie that Disney made years and years ago, which is awful. Yeah, um, which one? Well, one, one or two? Uh, first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one before uh, French Stewart took over. I watched that so many times when I was growing up. Constantly. Which one? Which one? The original? The first, the first. The first one. So many times. Because originally, like, Jim, finish they were, it, rewind it, and watch it again. Originally, okay. they were trying. Disney were trying so hard to get Jim Carrey to do the role. Mm. Tim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, that would have. Mm. Do you know actually? Who, do you know who I think would be a good Inspector Gadget? Just because he looks like Inspector Gadget. Who? Adrian Brody. Idris he Elba. Does. Idris Elba. Elba. Idris Elba. Don't the internet will go mad? You Idris ever seen Elba. the James Bond shenanigans? You ever seen on? a Black Inspector gadget? <laughs> we could not. Not so go. far. We could have one. <laughs> we could have one. He is technically a robot, so he could be anything. He could be any true. color. That's he wants. true. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, I love that. That's a great argument. James Bond could be anyone because he's technically a robot. <laughs> <laughs> the plot of the new Inspector Gadget film: Idris Elba is Inspector Gadget. I mean, I'm not going to lie. At some point, he unscrews his penis and loses it, and the entire plot of the movie is him trying to find his robo penis. Hang on, that's the plot of Hobson Shaw, isn't it? No. <laughs> let's hold Hobson Shaw for the next episode because we're talking. Yeah, let's please. Yeah. Do, let's please do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we've got to avoid t- talking about that for a long time. So we've got Inspector Gadget. I've got on here Sylvester and Tweaky Mysteries. Because Sylvester and Tweety had oh, a yeah. weird had a weird spin-off where they went round the globe with Granny, the world's greatest detective, according to the show. She's basically Miss Marple. Yes. But then Sylvester and Tweety get into trouble a lot of times. So why are Sylvester and Tweety allied together? I thought they were natural enemies. They're well, they're, they're both pets of Granny. They weren't allied in the in the show. No, it was just Sylvester still always trying to well, it was Tweety trying to help and Sylvester trying to get Tweety and Granny was kind of just taking the credit for it. It was kind of it yeah. was kind of like, you know, oh, well, Sylvester's chasing Tweety. Oh, and they ran into the bad guy and knocked him on his ass. Tweety's uncovered um, the counterfeit ring. How, how yeah. many of these children's <laughs> detective series, the main detective didn't actually solve it? It was just like the kids. Because I find this really annoying. I, it's like, you should be paid for your labor, my friend. It's like... <laughs> It's it all like kid power in it, and it was marketed, you know, to the kids. Oh, you know, this could. It's all self-insert stuff. That's why Penny's such an actually bland character. That's why Brain is is, is a, a bland the, dog. They don't yeah. have any actual character to them or endearment to them. It's just the blank slates that kids can self-insert into. Mm, interesting. That's the whole point. Like Harry Potter, the yeah. ultimate blank slate. There you go. Yeah. Well, there have been quite a few Scooby-Doo knockoffs. So uh, let's see if any of these uh, ring the memory bell. Obviously, we've mentioned Josie and the Pussycats. Yep. Yep. Jabberjaw? Oh, yeah. Nope. Uh, the Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan? No. Uh, Jackie Chan? No, that was Charlie Chan. Charlie Chan? Uh, no, I can't say I know that one. Nope. Uh, Captain Caveman? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Funky Phantom? No. Uh, but he's so funky. Is this, is this Hanna-Barbera just trying to fill up as much airtime as humanly possible? Yes, they had, like, with, the, with, the they same, sh- with the same plot. And the same background, <laughs> the same... <laughs> It was it was a bet. It was a bet. You know, you know, one of my my and he won. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite bits of Scooby Doo, and this was from the Johnny Bravo TV show. They did the Johnny Bravo oh, no, Scooby Doo crossover, which was amazing because it's like Johnny Bravo's car's broken down. The mystery ink. 
picks him up. He's spending most of the ge- most of the episode trying to flirt with Daphne, despite the fact Velma has got the eyes for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at the end of it, um, there was a, a, there was a, another cameo in like the last five six seconds of it, and it was a talking car because basically at the end of it they leave Johnny Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah, they abandoned oh, him. Oh, don't it was they? Speed, <laughs> speed something it speed. Was, uh, Wagon, speed, speed buggy, buggy. Yes. Speed buggy. yes, speed buggy, yeah, 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 yeah. Speed buggy shows up at the end and is just like, "What the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> it, it pains me to this day that we never got the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Bravo, Johnny. <sighs> it's not too late. Movie. It could happen. It's not too late. It could happen. Just put a blonde wig on the Rock. Seth, Seth MacFarlane was one of the main writers on the original Dwayne Bravo. Was he? Yeah, yeah doesn't surprise oh. me. Yeah. I mean, uh, the um, another another little. Little tidbit of information is um, there was actually before Family Guy, um, there was another th- there was cartoon cartoon. Yes, cartoon I know cartoons, where you're going with yeah. this. Yeah, and there was actually basically a Family Guy episode there with uh, you know the talking dog and the idiot. The but idiot the guy. but the Peter Griffin character was like a an elderly elderly man with white hair. Yeah, yeah, like a doting elderly. It uh, sounds like cowardly the car- courage the cowardly dog to me. Well, uh, no, basically uh, the challenge, basically the episode or the story was. Uh, he wanted to go get a new uh, light bulb for his lamp and the dog was just trying to protect him at all costs. And there's yeah. a bit where he gets shot out of this convenience store or department store all the way up into the air into an airplane yeah. and you've got a quagmire character just going, Billy, have you ever flown a plane? <laughs> <laughs> Virtually, some of the characters there are absolutely the characters they were in Family Guy. But this just like minus the adult elements yeah. to it. Well, this was a good 10 years before Family Guy was yeah. actually aired. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like a lot. A lot of early stuff from Seth MacFarlane was on the cartoon, cartoons, cartoon network side of things. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah, ever, a big ever, even on it. yeah. So even some of the the more well-established animators now, like uh, uh, Jenny Tarkovsky, yeah, as well. Start obviously Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's yeah, yeah, Lab, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Samurai Jack, yeah, absolutely. And then he's got Primal coming out in a few months time or Ooh. a couple of weeks. It's well, ba- basically it's like a couple of it's only a few episodes, but it's basically prehistoric man and dinosaurs, yeah. and uh, really they've they've, they've made it unapologetically violent Excellent. as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Excellent. mean, when they did the, the, the actual violence and blood in the new season of Samurai Jack. Uh, I, yeah. know, no spoiler, I haven't watched the last season yet. I mean, it's been over a year. I know, now. but I'm waiting for the, the Blu-ray sets coming out oh, okay. next right. month. So. Um, but also, <laughs> also, also, he, he did the animation writing and directing for Hotel Transylvania. Yes. Yes. I, and those, I which are not, which are not are bad films. Do they just have a bad rep because Adam Sandler is the... I didn't even realise. I was I, I watched Hotel Transylvania three first, yeah. and I didn't even realise most of the time that I was at, that was Adam Sandler. Yeah. I did not, and, and I'd, I'd still loved it the entire way. And I was like, look, he's he's just in. He's not voice acting Adam Sandler. He's doing voice acting a different character. Yeah. Adam Sandler is criminally underrated. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. Some of his films are abysmal. There is a there is a new film coming out. I think that's just hit the festival circuits, which is he's like he's involved in like a jewel heist or something like that, which apparently yeah. has been getting some yeah, good it's reviews it's since un- Punch Drunk Love. Punch, there drunk, punch drunk Love. I mean, the, the only Adam Sandler movie in the Criterion Collection. Yes, yeah. the <laughs> fact they haven't put Happy Gilmore in there is a crime. It's all I mean, he did that <laughs> ridiculous seven or something like that. Re- oh God, no. Yeah, I, I, wa- I watched that. Murder Mystery, which was all right. Grown, <laughs> gro- watching Grown Ups was, was there was just a point where I was like. Uh, am I meant to be laughing at this at all? It's yeah. Like, it was just, oh, I, think, it was I just think nothing happened. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we had yeah, detective. What, a pi- <laughs> I think I know Jason's answer for his favourite uh, animated detective. Is it Flint? It's Flint time detective. <laughs> it's really smooth the way you open that can as well. It's three o'clock. I can drink. Leave me alone. You're not my dad. <laughs> or right? am I? Oh, God. Another amazing 
a detective person. I haven't even had a sip and I already sound drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson. Oh, yes, you were mentioning this before Mike we were recording. Tyson. Mike Tyson Mysteries is an amazing show. This is a and, he, and he's actually voiced by Mike Tyson. Actually voiced oh, by my Mike God. Tyson. You need to sit there and just watch it. It's just, I mean, the greatest detective ever, and I just want that on record. <laughs> Mike. I mean, I was going to say Batman. I think he's the okay. best, but if you want to... If you just well... I just want to say, Mike, got your back, man. Can I have some money? I prefer Jedrick Tatum, personally. But just, a, just a little bit of money. No, not too much. Maybe, just maybe... maybe Thousand pounds, right? Still want some of it. <laughs> so um, yeah, we got we got some we got some little feedbacks here. Right. Uh, so um, Raggedy Man obviously says greatest anime detective is Batman. Yeah, I in his job I, I agree. Of world's him. greatest detective. I agree. I agree. Especially if we're, if we're counting the early nineties animated Batman series, then yes. Okay. And then we got our good friend Hugh going. Uh, well, there's Miyazaki's take on Sherlock Holmes, which was I think Sherlock Hound. Yeah, Sherlock Hound. Yeah, Sherlock which was Hound. Uh, is that is that the one that was a manga? Yes, I think so. I think it was also called Sherlock Bones. I mean, there is an animated Pyro and Miss Marple series. Yes, so they probably have. An, uh, there must be an animated. Well, Sherlock. I was going to say Sherlock Holmes, but it's Sherlock Hound, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, there was also Conan the Detective, which is a. Oh yeah, oh, yeah case yeah, closed. Yeah. Case closed. That's yeah, still that's going still going. Now. Yeah, that's, that's really? over. A, a thousand two hundred chapters as well, and yeah. many movies, <laughs> many movies, anime. Is it the same mystery he's trying to solve? Or? Uh, no, no, it's all different things each and every time. But and the fact, is, but the fact is, it's like he's a great detective who is cursed into the body of a young boy. Oh, yeah. so he's actually. Oh, I thought it so just he was a teenager. Animated. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was a teenager. So uh, yeah, yeah. So he was a teenager and like oh, set to be the great detective, and then yeah, he he accidentally gets turned into a turned into a small boy. And then he has all these sort of like little gadgets. It's kind of like, I like to think of it as like sort of a human competent small Inspector Gadget. Mm. That's okay. a good way of putting it. That should be on the DVD box. Yeah, Inspector Gadget meets Sherlock Holmes. Because what about yeah, he named himself Conan after Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Conan Doyle yeah. he's, he's only got an animated movie to his name, but what about Professor Layton? Oh, good shout, good shout. The, the joy of cosplaying with you, you being Professor Layton. Oh, I do love a good puzzle. Me being little Luke Troyton, <laughs> the fact that we're actually, despite the fact me and Ian are the same age, we're to scale perfectly heighted <laughs> well, for those two characters. This way that, that, that you could physically hide Christian inside of Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and God knows we've tried. <laughs> I've, al- I've always wanted to do a skit where <laughs> Professor Layton and Luke are trying to solve like a proper like CSI-style Murder, like absolute <laughs> grizzle murder, what, and, and it's like I'm here to solve your puzzle. All right, there's the body. Oh, a puzzle. Oh my god, it's a body. <laughs> <laughs> Professor, why is she so cold? I think okay. I'm going to throw up, Luke. <laughs> She's not saying hello to me, Professor. Okay, Luke, it's time for the puzzle. Reassemble the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Astrologically, oh, I can't say. Astro-archaeological degree. I can't even say it. No, archaeology never. degree. Arche- that bone archaeology degree really paid off. <laughs> Osteoarchaeology. Osteoarchaeology. Osteo- the best thing about doing an archaeology degree is I now know how to spell archaeology. And I'm dyslexic. That was a good two years in my course. Next year in the quiet countryside, <laughs> he will go from the countryside to the big city. And he's also the perfect English gentleman. Next summer on ITV... Leighton. Oh, hello. Solve this case. But why is there so much blood? A proper gentleman never looks at blood. <laughs> <laughs> and that's asked to. Unless. 
Yes, hello, hello, potential suspect. Can you can you talk to me about what happened here? Fuck off. <laughs> well, that's very strong language. Yeah, get out, you king. Ian, can I just point out that Ian's job is to go through and censor the swearing? And he just censored himself as talking. Like you know, you could just add the beeps. But you don't say such language in front of a gentleman. <laughs> Fuck off, Leighton. <laughs> you hat wearing twat. Binge the box set, ITV Hub, summer 2020. <laughs> it's like Cracker, but shit. <laughs> How about just do Cracker, but with um, Hagrid? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh now then! Now then, Harry. I'm trying to solve the murder of this phoenix as uh, as as, so, as someone in it with a car or a fly motorbike. I don't know what my accent's come, but you know, oh that's God. definitely not Hagrid. I mean, you've, I think you've insulted, you've, you've insulted. So far, you've insulted the whole of France, whole of Germany, all of Manchester now. Apparently, <laughs> Jimmy McGovern's going to slap you in the face next time you see him. I don't know where that will be. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah, we're detectives. Yeah, actually, going to take a step aside from the silliness and speak about one of my uh, actual idols in terms of uh, detectives, fictional detectives. Go on. Uh, And it's not a cartoon character. It is Philip Marlowe. Ah. Philip Marlowe. Philip Marlowe, the uh, the detective. uh, So Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. Portraying him. Stuff like The Big Sleep, Long Goodbye. Maltese Falcon. I have never seen any of these films. Never seen any of the... the, 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 These these are the classic detective noir movies um, of the 1930s, I want to say. Yeah, 1930s, 1940s. No, no, this this has completely escaped my film knowledge. Tell us more. Tell us more. This is detective detective noir. Uh, it's, It's sort of the... The first sort of uh, visual representation of detective noir in the sort of ho- sort of hard boiled detective genre, um, and it's it's just always those stories like you know it's it's like you've got like you've got the rain pounding on the window, you've got yeah. the, the hard jazz playing in the background, and it's always you know just like I've al- I've always seen trouble and I always try and avoid trouble. Sometimes trouble comes and finds you. <laughs> it's like that kind of like is is the problem if if I were to watch these with fresh eyes now would the problem be that I would think they're very cliched because they've been like yeah, such a huge yeah. influence you'd probably find them cliched whereas these are actually the originators, originators. where everything else actually came from and in terms of you know the plots the twists the, you know, they're absolutely amazing um so I would very very strongly recommend put forward Philip Marlowe as one of my favorite fictional detectives oh. because he is supposed I mean that's what I'd say is the one who's probably the most detective out of all of them yeah the one that actually Doing detecting. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure who my 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 favorite sort of if we're talking live action series detectives. Although going back to Cracker, I do think that series is exceptional. Although Cracker himself isn't, I wouldn't really class him as a detective because obviously the, the, the isn't he like a consultant? Also, like he's he, a psychological. Yeah, no, no, he, yeah he's yeah. a profiler. Isn't so he, he, he yeah. he's called Cracker because he makes the um, suspects crack. Basically, he. Yeah. he, he <laughs> I thought you said a pair of nutcrackers. I'm just going. No, it doesn't need to do it. It just uses words. He basically deconstructs them psychologically and, and makes them confess. Mm. And it's fascinating because it, it, it's two and a half hours of very dark, grimy, poor, Mancurian procedural police drama. And then the final act is just Robbie Coltrane acting his fucking ass off. Because as with all great stand-up, stand-up comedians, they stand-up comedians seem to have this ability to switch into proper d- dramatic roles. Of, uh, well, look at uh, Robin, uh, the late, great Robin Williams. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Into yeah, dark yeah. roles, Insomnia, for example. Yeah. Um, Steve Carell's done some good dark Steve Carell's very good. Lee yeah. Evans has done some very um, good, um, similar sort of like 
tormented roles. But the the irony of Cracker is that the character himself, he's his skill is he can take one look at you and work out everything wrong with you <laughs> and everything you've ever done wrong. But the only person he can't can apply that can't apply this to is himself because he is a he's an ex- he's a tortured soul. Not not that he's just a monster. He's just he's a, uh, <laughs> a binge drinking, gambling, womanizing adulterer. Um, and he's just he, he describes himself as being too much as a mm. character and it's fascinating mm. there's just this sheer irony hanging over watching his family life crumble as he sort of like solves these horrendous murders but yeah Cracker is one of the, I do recommend it is one of the best British uh, detectives and it is very British it's very mm. different to sort of like the American feel in uh, terms of in terms of cinema I think some of the highlights in terms of mystery films for me um, Brick I've never seen Brick. Brick's really good. It's um, Ryan Johnson's uh, debut film, yeah, where yeah. It's basically it's like noir set in high school. Yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. and he's returning. Yeah, I've started started stuttering bells with me, yeah. And he's returning to like mystery films uh, this November with Knives Out, Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Well, bas- well, basically, uh, uh, Daniel Craig plays uh, sort of like an American sort of like gumshoe detective, and uh, basically he has to attend to the murder of a famous author. At his uh, family home, the author's play. The author is uh, Christopher Plummer, and his family are made up of people like Jamie Lee Curtis, Chris Evans, uh, Don Johnson, uh. <laughs> Michael Shannon, and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, okay, but no, it's been getting some really good reviews out in November. Oh, interesting! That should be good fun. So, uh, sorry, yeah. well, I've actually got one more. One we've more. We've talked it, about it. animated. We've talked about movies, uh, and I'm going to talk about TV. Okay, go for it. Um, yeah. And I think one of the, at least one of the most profound and, and interesting ones to me. Um, was Dr. Cal Lightman. You ever seen that one? No. Portrayed by Tim Roth. Oh, Lie to Me. Lie to Me. That's oh. the one. That's it ran for like three series, didn't it? No, it did. It did. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a similar yeah, vibe yeah. to Cracker. And it's sort of like the psychological element of it. It was a psychological element. So it was all about um, applied psychology. He was like, you know, doing face reading, um, body language, stuff like that. You know, facial facial twitches and tells. And so it was very much like kind of the L.A. Noir yeah. uh, kind of show. And he was, he was an investigator for that as well. And it was a... I was really, 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 really interesting, and it's Tim Roth because you only <laughs> normally ever see him in Tarantino films. Yeah, basically. So yeah. So well, he, he could be in a Tarantino movie, but he might have been cut from the film. Case in point: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was cut from that. Was yeah, he? yeah. Yeah, he filmed like a scene or two for I, I one of the characters. Th- I wish they'd kept him in and cut out Bruce Lee. Then that would have been the perfect film for me. But instead, have you Bruce seen? Lee? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, Bruce Lee was in Once Upon a Time. Well, in they Hollywood. have uh, they have someone oh, um, imitating him or in- impersonating him, and it's a very weird portrayal. As well. Basically, make him an arsehole. Oh, that's weird. And um, um, Brad Pitt's character beats him up. <laughs> yeah, and like just kicks his ass. Right. Yeah. And Once, Once upon a time is a film where there are good moments, and then after I leave the cinema, I kind of go, "What was the point?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think it's the point is Tarantino needs an editor. I think he needs someone to tell him cut that. Mm. Tarantino just needs to stop now. Uh, he said he's only going to make ten movies, so he's got. Well, his one next left. one is his next one, the Star Trek one. He's been writing. No idea. Well, like an actual Star yeah, he's Trek. Yeah, Star Trek Four. I don't know. Is he? Is this Star Trek movie the Kelvin timeline? Or I don't is it know. Gonna, is it gonna be I like didn't read too much into it. It's one of those things where I'll believe things when they happen. I mean, Star so Trek Discovery w- looked like it was written by people who were pretending to be Quentin Tarantino, but didn't have the caliber to write like Quentin I remem- Tarantino. I remember Tarantino wanting to do his own version of Casino Royale, be black and white. It would still have Pierce Brosnan. And the, yeah. the and Eon Productions has said, thank you, but no. And then they went to Casino Royale with Daniel Craig. <laughs> I think they, might th- they made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's... Um, just, sorry, I, I, I just, because bef- we'll get flack if we don't mention it. 
Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes. Always good. Oh, yeah. But I, I just want to plug my, my, my favorite animated series, although it keeps changing. Um, it <laughs> um, oh, yes. I know, where you're, I know where you're going with this. Gravity one. Falls. Mm hmm. And the reason why I'm going to mention Gravity Falls because eight the two detectives, Dipper and Mabel Pines, are just a delight. Mm. Like, On-screen chemistry, I say chemistry, the animated characters, obviously, um, is just an absolute joy to watch. But the mystery they solve, actually, <laughs> without giving away spoilers, it, it's, it's only two seasons long. And you can tell that the ending was planned well in advance because all the pieces fit together so satisfyingly. Yeah. Um, you do not feel like you wasted 20 hours of your life binging on this series. Um, and the mysteries are genuinely quite... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Engrossing? They they're engrossing and they take you in directions you're not expecting at all. And the conclusion is so satisfying. They go. Just, I just want you to go and watch Gravity Falls right now. Such a charming little series. I believe it's on Disney it. Life in the UK. It will be, it will be on Disney Plus, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Um, but, sorry, you were going to say. But yes, um, we've actually come to the end of the episode after all this sort of chat on detectives, animated, fictional, all that sort of jazz. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to our detective chatter. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Do let us know your thoughts by emailing us at trivialtitans at bunkerzilla.co.uk. Don't forget you can also follow us on Twitter at Trivial Titans. Also become a member of the Bunkerzilla Stomping Grounds group on the Bunkerzilla UK Facebook page because sometimes we post upcoming episode synopsis and we would love to get your thoughts and if you would like us to answer your trivial question then please go to bungazilla.co.uk find trivial titans on the show page and fill in the form and who knows we could be answering your question very very soon on a future episode of trivial titans so until next time no, no, I want to do it, no, no, do it. I want to do it it's my thing this is my thing every time this is it this is me so until next time this is Flint, the time detective. Jesus Christ. Here with Scooby-Doo and Inspector Gadget. I'll let you decide which one is which. Well, I'm Inspector Gadget, obviously. Um, I thought I was Inspector Gadget. Wowzers. Oh, wowzers. No, I'm Inspector Gadget. And here we are saying, <laughs> see you next time. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and follow us on social media. We'll see you soon for the next exciting trivial episode of Trivial Titans. Enjoy the show? Discover more Bunkazilla originals at bunkazilla.co.uk. Mm.